This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. The home of your NFC East Division Champion Dallas Cowboys plus tomorrow... He'll be the home of the World Series trophy as Josh Smith and Josh Spores, along with the World Series trophy, will be here in our showroom from 6 to 8. They'll be doing autographs. You can do pictures. Don't touch the trophy, though. Tomorrow night. How much does that cost? You don't got to sign up. You just got to show up free. What? That is amazing. What if they Ronnie locked you? Ronnie lauded you. If what? you did touch the trophy, there's a person there controlling the situation, and they cut off the tip of your finger that touched the trophy. Oh, and I would not touch the trophy. Yeah, I wouldn't touch the trophy. I mean, I already have, but you shouldn't, people out there that are coming to the station to be part of this. You should. Uh, you should, should not be, do it. There will probably be good security there to make sure yeah. it's taken care of well. Yeah, and with the newfound knowledge that I've touched the trophy, they're uh-huh. probably even more. There's a heightened sense of security. They're just mm-hmm. like, hey, we really got to protect this World Series trophy. So not, somehow, not Corey just because of the trophy, just because they're like, hey, yeah, I heard this Corey. This Corey guy, he Joker. already did it once. So, But that's awesome, man, that our company is like, hey, you keep your money. You use that money for other good deeds out there. You come in here and hang out with us for free. I like that, man. That's cool. It does explain a lot. No, you cannot lick the trophy from the 214. Okay. Was that the, that was the most pertinent question about the event that came in that you felt like we needed to address? We licked the commanders. What? Okay. That is, that's actually a surprisingly good segue. Let's go to cut number four. You heard what Mike said. That's what happened yesterday. I formation Pollard behind Lipke. Prescott under center. Man in motion, handoff, Pollard coming right. Bang, zoom. Touchdown, Cowboys. Straight to the moon. The Dallas Cowboys win 38-10. to And I know we have a lot of super positive stuff to talk about, and we're going to be super positive most of the way. My quick question, though, about midway through the second quarter, was there any part of you that was like, for F's sake, if the Cowboys yes. screw this game up, I'm going to break something? Yeah, I think it was it was the second touchdown that I went, okay, I felt a little comfortable. That was the the first time in the entire game that I started to finally feel a little comfortable for, for the Cowboys. And I know everything kind of ramped up before halftime. And, get, and granted, Kevin, how were they? In the middle eight this this time. Phenomenal yeah. in the middle eight. I'm so glad that you that you brought that up. Is obviously just outside the middle eight, they scored that touchdown to retake the lead. Then they got the ball back. This was a textbook look at how the middle eight should go. You get the ball last in the second half. I realize like Washington took a knee and everything like that. But for realistically, you got the ball last in the second quarter. You score a touchdown. You get the ball first. In the second half, they take up almost half the quarter 
and score a touchdown. So a little bit outside of the middle eight metric, but the point is you get the ball to end the first half, touchdown. You get the ball first to start the second half, touchdown. So during a time when Washington didn't even really get the ball, it goes from 14 to 10 to 28 to 10. Textbook right there. Yeah. Now, I think there were times before that that definitely, like, Kevin, the the blocked field goal. That felt made me feel like we were going into liquidation. That made me feel like there was a definite insolvency of some sort. But after that, then Dak throws throws the interception, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this could definitely be a loss, a disaster, if you will, default, if you will. And so I I, I was like, listen, man, this thing's going to be okay, though. They got it back in order. And for for me, Kevin, I think there was a lot of the way that the offense just looked forward and kept just go back and watch the way that they played. Everything was forward. Nothing was side to side. Nothing was, let's go back into the backfield a little bit to make this happen. There was an aggressive, we are going to set this from here on. We're not going to let this one slip away. And once they got through those bad parts of it, it was a bad part of the game. It all like fell into place for them there. And it, it was a lot of because of the way that they approached it, the way that they were looking at it. They didn't go into this game going, it's going to be easy. We just got to get through it. They went into this game saying, we want to win this game for a purpose. From the 254, no, not even for a moment. My friend texted me in the second quarter and said they were starting to worry. And I said, you don't need to worry about this game. I, I, look, losers lose. That's a good point. So were you not? I'll admit I was worried, especially because like you had seen the block field goal. And that was something that like no one could touch all year. And then I thought, oh, God, is this all going to crash down today? I will say I thought, wow, the Cowboys aren't going to blow them out. I did think midway through the second quarter, oh, man, the Cowboys are going to have to kind of battle yeah. um, to win this game. And obviously, by the time we got to the fourth quarter, I was like, why the hell is Dak Prescott still out there? Are we trying to ruin the playoffs? Now, maybe that's another topic for another segment. No, but, that's a fair question. But I did think this. When Washington, I believe, kicked the field goal to go up 10-7, to 7, I'm sorry I'm forgetting who did it. One of our guys was standing right next to the field goal kicker and he missed the ball. overran him. <laughs> yeah, yes. like, it went underneath his armpit where he ran past the ball, and it did go in. So you're thinking, gosh, they block our field goal. We are literally standing right next to the field goal kicker when he kicks the ball, and we whiff on it. And then it is 10-7 to 7 Washington. And all I thought there was, the concern was, oh, man, maybe the Cowboys are going to have to win this game 24 to 20 or something like that and we're not going to feel good about the win you're going to go gosh they won but man this is four weeks in a row they haven't played good football instead at the end they destroyed them and then my concern was and so was my father's is why the crap is all of our good players in right now like what are we doing and so luckily it didn't hurt us and nobody got hurt but when you're up 31 to 10 with about 14 minutes to go, or it might have been 35 to 10, I think it was 35 to 10. It was. You're like, we we don't feel comfortable with a 25 point lead. We no. feel that bad with yeah. putting in reserves. But is it more about like feeling bad, like feeling like you're going to lose the game, or I haven't quite seen everything I want to see yet? I, I don't know what the coach's decision on that is. I really don't know. I think that he has in a football, f- there's a panic of even if we're up 48 to zero, somehow we're going to screw this thing up if I put in Cooper Rush and Jalen Tolbert and whoever, who's number 83? That stinks. Brooks. 
Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't stink. He drew he a penalty. <laughs> it was definitely a penalty. But yeah. I, I under, understand that the the idea of he'll be good next. We're going to take our guys out, and all of a sudden they're making a run, and now we got to put them back in for you know a series or whatever. Like the the concern there, but. You know, get Dak and CD off the field, get Mike off the field, and I'm feel and probably Demarcus Lawrence, and I'm feeling like, all right, get those guys off because the. I mean, is, that the what, field, is that what you were thinking? Like get them the game, off of Corey. the field, Kevin. <laughs> is that? Because I mean, the, look, we were all having hey, a great Alec, time. Heads up on that one for Friday <laughs> at two thirty ish. One thirty. One thirty. One thirty, Mike. You've been on the show for like four years. Oh man, it is one thirty, Mike. Oh well. Eastern yeah. time. Yeah, I was that, talking about that's Eastern time. that's the least of my concerns at this point. They're like I understand everybody freaks out about that in the moment, and we probably want the guys off the field a lot faster than coaches do, or even players do. And for that respect, the question gets asked: Didn't Gilmore get hurt? This was specifically before the time period that Mike was talking about. And if you listen to Stefan Gilmore in the post game, he's like, "Yeah, they, my shoulder came out. They just popped it back in. I'm good to go." Yeah, good, good, because we need you. We need you in the playoffs, man. Like that. That's got to happen. And there, there's sometimes in some of these games where I see guys, I'm like, did that really get hurt? And they're just like trying to get out of this game early and be the first one right. off the field today because they don't want to be out there. That wasn't the case for Gilmore. And the great thing is, is Sam Howe remembered who he was in the second half. I that's was, a horrible starting quarterback. So it's funny that you say that because I know one of Corey's bold predictions that I was like, oh, this is happening for sure, was three interceptions. And when you you went back to me and said you said three, right? I was going to say three turnovers is good enough. And they did get their three turnovers and they got four sacks. I think I said three interceptions, three sacks. I I thought for sure you were going to pick up interception number three. And so I was tracking that and I was like, I I was super excited about that. I thought there was a lot of positives. Look, I, I, I I will point out and this is very fair. I don't think Washington is a good football team. Oh, but destitute. I agree. But there were things in this game that I thought were encouraging going into the playoffs. I thought most of the day Tony Pollard looked yes. encouraging. That's the going forward yes. part I'm talking about. Him and Ferguson, man. Especially last week when you're like, what the hell is this? Is I thought he looked solid. I thought our offensive line obviously against a for a variety of reasons very different Washington defensive front I thought they I thought they looked good I thought Bass and Hoffman looked shockingly good out there and so that makes me feel a little bit better about injury were you like concerned when you saw that Zach Martin wasn't playing for sure yeah look when we go back to I know a lot of people on the text truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053 are saying they weren't concerned Zach Martin is ill. He can't play. The field goal streak gets gets uh, broken by a blocked mm. kick. We run past a blocked field goal that we should have had. It's just things started to pile up that I was like, what the hell is happening? Can I ask you this, though? At that moment, about halfway or getting close to halftime, halfway through the second quarter, close to halftime, were you less concerned because it was 17-0 to in New York? No. Because yeah. that, that's a really yes. good question. I was not less concerned because then that drops you down to the number three seed. Okay. Is and so you would have had to go theoretically on the road against Detroit. Look, we I, I feel like I've been pretty consistent. Okay, we get about the calls this. against Detroit, baby. We yeah. know that. Okay, well yeah, here, here we do. The NFL does not want Detroit to make <laughs> it to the conference finals. Is the Cowboys win at home? And I was like, if you're telling me the pass set up that 
you got to beat San Francisco eventually. You figure that whenever. But you get two theoretical home games if you keep winning and get back in the NFC Championship game. To me, that was the only path for this to be a good playoff. I, I did, Mike. I was looking at it, and there was part of me, that, and that's this is all the compartmentalization of it all. Like I was looking at it going, okay, yeah, that's good. I feel comfortable that at least you're going to feel you're going to win the East, and that's okay. But it was the part that just wanting to see the team look good, not not just kind of you know roll over and be like, ah, oh, well, what happened? I want to see them have some pride in themselves, man. Go out there and kick somebody's butt because you can. Do it because you want to. And that's what I wanted to see from this team, and they did it. They they ultimately did that. And, Kevin, I think the like my favorite pass of the day from Dak Prescott was the touchdown to CeeDee Lamb in the back of the end zone because you saw a quarterback who felt comfortable understanding what he was doing, but the more important thing is in the middle of a play, he directs CeeDee Lamb, looks off of him, goes right back to him and delivers the touchdown. You're, this is the thing that Aaron Rodgers was talking about. Is that the seven and a half second play? I think so. Maybe, maybe so. And he has to move around a little bit, and he's he moves. He just tells him go this way. He looks over, yeah, comes yes. back to him. Bam, bam. And that's what Aaron Rodgers was saying. It's not just the you know he's making the throws. He's playing quarterback. He he schooled a a, a, a player on that play. That dude thought, hey, I, he's going. He's looking elsewhere. I don't have to rush on Ceedee Lamb right now. Ceedee gets just enough space. Dak Prescott's playing his best football at the moment, I think. There was a lot of there was a lot of positive things from yesterday's game. Uh I, I I really do think that. And it really does give me a renewed sense of confidence going into the playoffs, partially because you locked in the number two seed. But also, Mike, you've talked about this a lot. You look like maybe not your best football the last three weeks. Against a not good team. This looked a lot closer to your best football. And I did see somebody say, this is one of the worst teams in football, if not the worst. I can't say, meaning oh, Washington. Washington. Good. I can't say they are the worst because Carolina exists. Philadelphia. And if you want, yeah, that's a good point too. If you want to go check out Philadelphia and Carolina from yesterday, I, I might argue some there, but no doubt Washington is not a good team. But you went on the road and you beat them down. Yeah. You got rid of them. You, got them. you moved on from them very quickly. Yeah, then that's what you expected to do. Uh, the the connection between CeeDee Lamb looks like it's still, you know, full bore there. The connection with Cooks looks like it just continues to grow and flourish. Indeed. And how much of that benefits because CeeDee Lamb is what CeeDee Lamb is, and that gives Brandon Cooks a really good, talented receiver all this open space to work with or a one-on-one -on -one that he gets to fight through. Well, the Cowboys finished off the regular season as the champs yep. of the East. Yep. And this team does go down as the best team in Cowboys history at destroying below average op opponents. Like I I've think you're right about in, that. In our in our lifetime, maybe obviously there was a, a Roger Staubach team that I don't remember or recall. But every time the Dallas Cowboys, I guess I shouldn't say every time Arizona, almost every time Whoops. they played a below average team, they blew them out. It wasn't even a competitive game. And once again. The Cowboys against below average teams just completely destroy them 
in the 60 minutes. I really I really loved this note, Kevin, in the Cowboys note yesterday, notes yesterday. Dallas's four sacks today were its most since four sacks against Washington on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. It's just like, hey, Washington, we know we get to feast every time we're, we're they, up against you. They had had a whole string of one-sack games yes. in between. And I'm going so- to miss that. When Ron Rivera's gone, you know, since it happened today, and uh, and now they're hiring the Golden State GM uh, to come in here and Maybe Mark Jackson will be there. Yeah, coach. maybe so. I don't now, you like, know what? Maybe Mike. It's, it's going to be a new era for uh, for them. They have they've relinquished all their old debts. Now they're moving forward with this one, and I'm very excited for for that for I, them. I tell you what, and but it's going to be difficult for us. And they're probably to end this. They're probably going to get a North Carolina quarterback. And as we know, North Carolina quarterbacks dominate in the NFL. How's the how's the guy Trubisky who played doing? basketball and Sam baseball Powell. in the yeah. early mid 2000s? He was awesome. Was his last name Curry or something? You know, remember who I'm Seth. talking about? He was horrible. No, I was don't remember Curry. who you're I'll talking go, about. It probably wasn't Curry. It what? was uh, – I can't remember. We'll look up all – Trubisky. We will Tremendous. Not. You can look it up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.